Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. that time again here we go matt connerton unleashed and we are live from the studios of wmnh 95.3 fm in glorious downtown manchester new hampshire also on comcast 97 if you're in manchester streaming at wmnhradio.org and on the matt connerton unleashed facebook page and of course you can go to my website mattconnerton.com for all of your live streaming options and social media links and contact info and show archives etc etc hello to our friends at raw talk online and tomorrow radio and uh today is uh thursday august 5 2021 and i'm not alone hello jenny is here love that song yes yes that is uh, Jenny by Studio Killers. And uh, let's see. We are, of course, I want to remind you, proudly sponsored by the Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan at, uh, or the Hopknobbin, as someone we know calls it, <laughs> in the uh, Brady Sullivan right across the street at 1000 Elm Street. They have uh, delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They have trivia. Today is Thursday, which means tonight is Trivia Night, hosted by the great Bill Sini. Uh, who also does trivia on the morning show on Wednesdays. And, uh, of course, uh, Friday nights, our friend Grant Lampton plays there live from 7 to 9 p.m. But, uh, yeah, such great food there, great uh, service, and a wonderful family that owns and operates it. So we love the Hopknot very much, and uh, they seem to like us uh, quite a bit, too. I can see the open sign from here. Yes, yes, it is nice. We can uh, we can see them right uh, right across the street there. Beckoning you. Oh, there you go. Mmm, yes. Pretzel pizza. That's right. Oh, I do love the pretzel pizza. See, you got it right now. I'm so proud of you. Yes, yes. Well, you know, eventually. Eventually. It just took a little work. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, absolutely. A repetition. Mmm. Uh, if you'd like to uh, enter the discussion, you can give us a call at 603 250 6007. 
603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And of course, you can always interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But the best thing to do is give us a call at 603-250-6007. And uh, we will take a moment and say hello to everybody who's in the uh, Facebook live chat so far. Uh, I see uh, EZG, who is a top fan uh, in the chat room. Uh, he was here with us yesterday, of course, for his entertainment report. He says, happy, happy unbirthday, Matt. That Yay! is true. Today is not my birthday. Happy unbirthday to you. Happy yeah, wow. That's very exciting. Happy birthday to you. Melanie La Liberté from the great state of Vermont says happy birthday, though I'm not uh, sure who she's saying happy birthday to. Apparently, it's my unbirthday, according to EZG. My birthday is in October. This we know. Yes. Uh, hello to Ann Rockwell Valatham. Uh, forgive me if I didn't say that uh, correctly, Ann, uh, in the uh, chat room. Uh, she says hello. Uh, Jenny, I see you're in there. <laughs> I am. I'm laughing at Melanie because oh. she just realized that she missed the un part of birthday, so she thought she was actually wishing you a happy birthday. Well, I can see where it would be. Con- <laughs> I can see where it would be confusing to her because people don't usually wish you a uh, happy unbirthday. <laughs> In fact, it's, got you. it's not typically a uh, subject of discussion at all ever. So Eric is very unique in that. Uh, Dan Lavasser also in the chat and says hello, along with uh, Wayne Noel, who is a top fan all the way from Michigan, representing the Midwest. Michigan. I like to say it that way. Why? Michigan. I don't Why? know. I don't know. I just do. I try it. Michigan. Yeah, it sounds better when I do it. Michigan. No, see, it's not Michigan. Now you're no? just uh, saying it wrong. Michigan. Uh, Eric Street says uh, one of your 364 unhappy birthdays. Ah, I see what you did there. Mm. See oh what my, you did there, buddy. Oh my buddy. goodness! I always say, you know, birthdays are fun when you're a kid. You get cake and ice cream. You get presents. When you're an adult, it's like, oh, it's my birthday. I get to register and inspect my car. Happy birthday to me. That's uh, that's what birthdays represent when you're an adult. I know what you mean. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, uh, Jenny, you have some news, and you did post this out on uh, the Facebook earlier. Oh, yes, I have news, yes. I have another article in the mix. It's in with the editors at The Mighty right now. should be coming out relatively soon, usually within a few weeks, depending on how bad I need to be edited. Ah, but we're going to talk about uh, rare diseases, how they're portrayed in the media or in treatments, how they're portrayed, you know, whether it's a fictional story or the news media and how they can at times make demons of us. In what way? What do you mean? Make demons of you? How? Well, you know, all chronic pain patients are what? (gasps) Addicts. Yes. And they're all addicted to every medication known to modern medicine. Oh, and let's not leave out the fact that some medications can be called a legal high. Yes, that is how we should talk about illness in this country. I'm going to puke, Maddie. I'm going to puke if I hear somebody do that one more time. I'm really done with people belittling diseases and treatments and things they don't even know about. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with a rare disease, it's kind of a special animal because there aren't a lot of you out there. When you demonize one, you demonize that small group. Yes. It's not like heart attack where you hear about it a lot. You know, somebody will pop off a disease, uh, whatever, small fiber neuropathy, 
and it's rare. It means that that's less than 200,000 people in the nation that have that disease is what's called a rare disease. Yes. Now, when you get into the rare disease treatments, well, that goes down another little rabbit hole. But there'll be more on The Mighty, and you can find me at Jen Coffee, J-E-N-N. They didn't give me Jenny because they already had it with somebody else. So I had to go ahead and be Jen. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It's at Jen Coffee on The Mighty, and you can also find more information about me on JenCoffee.com. Excellent. Very, very good. Um, We should uh, talk about a big story this week that we haven't gotten to yet. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, um, did you you see his uh, response to the AG's report? I watched it live when he went on air, and I thought, just resign, dude. Yeah. There is nothing that you can say right now that's going to dig you out of this whole resign. Well, the thing is... uh, you know, you you can tell he's cooked because his own party is largely against him. Uh, President Joe Biden, obviously a Demo- uh, Democrat, is calling on uh, Cuomo to resign. Although Biden kind of boxed himself in way back in, I think it was March, when he was asked uh, by somebody, um, you know, if, if the AG's report comes back bad for Cuomo, you know, do you think he should resign? And Biden, at that point, publicly committed to, yes, I do. So, uh, so he didn't leave himself any room to uh, obfuscate. But uh, so, uh, Bob- that to me is an un, um, an inappropriate relationship with maybe one or two people. This is awful. 11. This is eleven different people with unwanted contact. One of them being a police officer. A state police officer? Well, not all of them. Just to be fair, uh, I think I think a couple of them unwanted contact, but uh, many of them um, not actual contact, but a lot of comments, uh, conversation. Yeah, uh, I heard a recording of him singing "I Love You" to an oh, aide. Oh, I didn't or hear someone that. Of that nature. A recording? Yeah. There's see the evidence about this isn't just about um, interviewing these women. There are recordings. There are pictures. There are all kinds of things that they looked at that that brought this to be true, especially when you have a woman saying something, there's a picture of it or, you know, there's there's a recording of him doing it. Come on. The laundry's out. It's dirty as heck. Do the right thing and drop out. Just step aside. I didn't know about the recording. Yeah. He needs to just let his state move forward without Mm -hmm. him. But he's too egotistical because he wants to beat his dad. That's what drives that. He wants to beat his dad. He wants to serve longer than his dad did. Mm. Or at least be the equivalency of, wasn't his dad? Mar- Mario. Two terms? Mar- I, I don't remember how many terms. Oh, at least. Mario. This is what I remember when I was a kid about Mario Cuomo. Um, well, I first became aware when we would go uh, like once a month, my family and I, we would go to New York State because my stepmother had family there. And I just remember whenever we'd, when we'd cross the border into New York, it said, you know, uh, welcome to New York, uh, Mario uh, Cuomo, governor. Um, but uh, so Mario Cuomo was enormously popular. This is the first thing I always remember about Cuomo. He was so popular that in 1992, uh, people were begging him to run, begging him to run for the Democratic nomination. Um, I remember seeing an appearance on Donahue. Remember Donahue? Yeah, oh yeah. He was on Phil Donahue's show. And, I loved that show. And at that up. time... 
Um, that was back when television shows like Donahue and Oprah and whatnot, they would actually take live calls. Because even though they were recorded in most of the syndicated markets that they aired in their home market, they would air live. And locally, they would advertise the, the numbers. So, so, for example, Oprah, you know, she was in Chicago. So in Chicago, she would be on live and they would advertise the number, even though in most markets she was, you know, they were getting it on delay or whatever. So Donahue did that. And I, I distinctly remember callers calling into the show and saying, Governor, please run. They desperately wanted Mario Cuomo to run for president. And for some reason, he wouldn't do it. Um, but he probably, Mario Cuomo probably could have been president. Now, Andrew Cuomo at one point was very popular early on because of his COVID response. People really liked his daily briefings on yep. COVID. As you remember, um, people would often contrast his briefings and his demeanor and so forth with those of Trump and saying, you know, we, you know, we like this better. You know, Cuomo is, he's, he's strong, he's reassuring, but he's also, you know, giving it to us straight. He's not sugarcoating things and, well, and whatnot. And well, I'm saying that was the perception. That was true, the perception. True. I mean, we know some things now about, for example, nursing home right. de deaths. They may have been cooking the books there. So there's, uh, you know, I'm not, but I'm not lauding, Andrew Cuomo in any way. There, there's some other things I've talked about on the show from before with Cuomo that are deeply troubling, like his disbanding the Moreland Commission. That was a number of years ago. But um, anyway, so uh, so Andrew Cuomo was so popular at one point because of those briefings, largely. Um, he won an Emmy. And he won an Emmy. For you didn't know that he actually oh, won an right. Emmy or was or was it a nomination? I think I he actually know. won. I don't know. I think you he know actually what? I won. Actually, I don't know. But. But also, too, even more striking, I remember chatter, and I never took it that seriously. I don't think most people took it seriously. But there was chatter of maybe at the Democratic convention, could they swap out? Oops, I forgot to mute my phone. I never forget that. Uh, maybe at the Democratic uh, convention, could they swap out Biden for Cuomo? What? And, and, and put Cuomo in there. Yeah, like I said, I mean, there was chatter. Uh, oh, you know, pie in the sky. It wasn't. Well, yeah, of course. I it, don't think there was a heck of a lot. Wasn't actually going to happen. Yeah. But uh, uh, so so he was very uh, very popular. Andrew Cuomo got to be very popular at one point, but then you know uh, certain things started to come up, and I think before before we even started to hear these um, mounting sexual harassment allegations, I, I think it was it's hard to keep the timeline straight, but I think even before that, we started to hear about, wait a minute, uh, some of this um, data on what was going on in nursing homes doesn't quite add up. Um, but I think, too, he was sort of inoculated from a lot of that, uh, pun intended, uh, by the by things getting better because of the vaccines things were getting better we were turning the corner on covid so i think there was an instinct that some people had to say okay well something was a little fishy here with this but uh we're moving on so but but there's no getting around this i mean um look at this is creepy it's, guy. it's 11 right 11 different women 11 who, who cooperated the 13, with the ag's 13 office came forward with 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 um, my understanding is there was 13 women that had laid charges. 11 were substantiated yes. as true. Yes. Or, yeah. And found to be credible. Found to be absolutely credible. But it, the thing is, the thing is about this to me though is there's a broader issue here that we're not necessarily talking about. This is a guy who's got caught up in behaviors that used to be okay. 
it used to be okay for your male boss to run his hand up your leg. Well, you should clarify what you mean. You don't mean it used to be okay, but it used to be... It used to be tolerated. It, it used, used to be to- accepted. It used to be tolerated, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I worked for an, uh, an agency once, and I got placed as a receptionist for a lawyer. And the guy did that. He put his hand, he called me into his office, he put his hand on my leg and put it right up my skirt. Yeah. And I left. And I, I said, I'm not going back there. They fired me because I wouldn't go back there. And, and said, you know, you should just, you know, just mind your P's and Q's and, and do your job. Like, they wanted me to just put my head down, do my job, and didn't matter. But you can see this time and again. And I've spoken about this before, and people like to go after me for this, but it's that old white guy mentality. He can do as he pleases. Women will do as they're told. And, and that ha- was, for the longest time, what everything has been based in. First, women were property. Then they got the right to vote, but they still didn't have the right to a bank account, property, any of that. These behaviors have been long accepted in society. And now we're in a society that says, enough, keep your dirty paws off of me. I don't need you to touch me. I don't need you to caress me. I don't need you to do anything. Just be professional with me like you are the guy that works in the cubicle next to you. And now people are holding that standard and actually being able to stand up for it. Because like I said, in my own lifetime, I was in, I was fired from a job because I wouldn't tolerate that behavior. And there, that's what his excuse is. There was a guy here in New Hampshire, and I don't remember what his position was, but I feel like you might know who I'm talking about if I... I, I just, I remember his name used to come up when I was Gary's co-host on Rock, Paper, Hand Grenades. Gary would bring this up. There was a guy, powerful guy, who somewhere in government here who... Um, he had like three women working for him and they and these women would try to make sure that no one of them was ever left alone with this guy. Oh, wow. And finally it all came <gasps> Wait out. Wait a minute, I think I know who that is. You know who? I, I, I'm I, not positive, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, but yeah. I think His, I know what I thought that was you might know to. because I, I think you were serving in the legislature when all this was going on from, from what Gary had said as far as the timeline. Um, but yeah, this guy who, who like they, they actually would, these, he had three women working for him and they, they actually would talk about, like they would coordinate with each other. Like if he had gone out somewhere and one of them knew he was coming back, it's like, okay, they, you know, the one who he told, yeah, I'm on my way back to the office. They would then tell the other two. And it was this whole thing. Like they had this whole system worked out to make sure that, that, that no one of them was ever left alone with him. That is because something that he would get handsy. Well, that is something that countless women have done yeah. for centuries. For centuries. Like I said, we're coming out of an era that was based on women as property. The doctor didn't tell the woman what was wrong with her, he told her husband. This is the society we used to live in, and these guys grew up in that society. They think it's perfectly okay to go put your hands on you and touch you without you even like realize, you don't even have a chance to say no. They just come on, give you a hug or rub their hand down your back. I mean, how many women are hearing my voice right now going, oh God, yeah, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate, put their hand on the back of your neck like they're holding it, you know, like you're, like you're holding on to you, like you can't move unless they let you go. That these things happen, and they've happened in the workplace for a very long time, and un- and, and and unfortunately, 
there were a lot of men in positions of power that would lord that over women. I mean, do we have to go far to know this story? It's repeated time and again. And here we are now in 2021 talking about atrocities that happened 40 years ago. Yeah. That are just now coming out because these things were accepted. They were cuffed under the radar. Nobody talked about it. It was permitted. It was accepted. And you were expected to go along to get along, keep your mouth shut, wear a lot of pants. You know, I mean, that's literally what women have done for centuries. We are now saying, no, enough. And you know what, Governor? You don't get to use that as an excuse. You don't get to say that what things were better that day, back then because I, I could do those things. Well, no, you shouldn't have. That's the thing. You should have never done it. You should have never laid your hands on another woman without her permission, ever. It wasn't okay then. It's not okay now. You're just getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Um, Resign. Melanie in the uh, chat room, uh, by the way, she is one of my absolute all-time favorite commenters. She said, everything went downhill after we got the right to vote. Am I right, fellas? (laughs) You know, you can actually look that up. I know you're kidding around, but you can actually look that up and find old, real black and white movies and stuff about that very thing. Yeah. Or uh, men getting together, trying to discuss how now that they were back from war, we need to get the women to go back home and out of our jobs. Yeah. Because, you know, we put you in there temporarily. Now we want our jobs back. You should go back home, little lady. You don't need to be working. And women wanted to work. And look what happened there. Wayne says, uh, and he is hiding at home. Yeah, he's probably hiding at home until uh, they, uh, his fate is decided because it's going to be out of his hands. He's being an absolute jerk doing this because what's going to happen, we all know, there's going to be an impeachment. And his statement was pre-taped, so they had time to edit it together. Of and course. So he didn't. it's not like he came out to the podium publicly to make a statement. I'm sure there were a few lawyers <laughs> involved in what words he would say because, you know, words matter. Melanie says, I heard they were moving to impeach him if he doesn't resign. Yep. And that they have the votes. Yeah, they that's do. That's what I heard. That's the thing. I mean, his own party is again. That's when you know you're really in trouble because if, if longtime listeners know this, a theme of, with me has always been the reason that you know. I mean, there's many, many reasons why I loathe this binary two-party duopoly that we have in this country, and one of them you know. is one of the many, many reasons is um, it it provides a sort of lack of accountability for our public officials, because usually uh, Democrats only want to hold Republicans accountable and Republicans only want to hold Democrats accountable. So, and the the analogy that I like to use is, say you work for a company and you're in middle management, but you're doing bad things. Maybe you're uh, sexually harassing people in lower management, or maybe you're embezzling from the uh, company, whatever it is. You're in middle management and people in lower management are complaining to upper management about you But how much, imagine how much you can get away with when you're in middle management if you know that in upper management, about 50% of the people in upper management are going to be very upset with these bad things that you're doing, but the other 50% are actually going to be completely fine with it. They'll excuse it. They'll look the other way. And they might even say to the person complaining from lower management, hey, yeah, maybe this person in middle management is doing this bad stuff. But what about that other guy who you do like who also did bad stuff? See, so what you, is- you know, so so that's how it is in politics. If if you know that only 50 percent of your colleagues are going to be actively trying to punish you, but the other 50 percent are going to enable you and look the other way, then you get away with all kinds of stuff. 
So in a rare situation like this, where everybody wants to hold Andrew Cuomo accountable, clearly he's cooked. And then add to that, um, and anybody can clarify me if I remember this incorrectly, but my understanding is the state police officer, the female state police officer that has come forward, said in her, specifically that she did not feel she could safely say anything to anybody about this. And right. on top of that, she was put on the detail at his request, and she had less than three years of service, which the requirement to be on his detail was a minimum of three years of service. And that he wanted her, so mm. he got her. Mm -hmm. And then she gets into this situation, and she's like, what do I say? How do I... Like She, she literally was afraid to say anything because she'd lose a job. Yeah. And she needs the money to pay her bills. You know, I mean, that's same thing here. Same story, different year. And anybody who's standing by him and those flimsy excuses in the face of all that evidence, if especially if it's a guy, I'm going to be sitting there wondering, hmm, what are you hiding? Why Why are you okay with that? Why aren't you speaking up? Well, I really, I really yeah. think they, they better be careful about staying too close to that guy. Because in the end, it's going to burn them. Well, so far, like I said, uh, uh, Biden has pub publicly uh, said he should resign. Um, so has uh, you know, senator senators from New York, of course, uh, yes. Kirsten Gillibrand and Chuck Schumer. They there have are, both said he should go. There are four DAs that are now looking at mm -hmm. criminal charges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There are criminal charges potentially coming out of this. There are four different DAs doing that. The only person I've heard so far, you know, maybe not be quite so forceful about suggesting he should go is um, Eric Adams, who is very likely to be elected the next mayor of New York. Um, he was on CNN earlier and he uh, kind of. Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com hedged a little bit and said, well, you know, we have to let the process work and, you know, we have to have due process. And if these allegations are proven to be true or however this is going to go, you know, then we have to, or if he's impeached, then obviously then well, that's if it. He's but, impeached. He has to step down under the law while that trial goes forward. Yeah. That's, that's what'll happen there. And my understanding is they only need 76 votes to impeach him and they've got a well over 80. Um, yeah, Wayne is saying in the chat room they have 90. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I would not be surprised at all. You you really have to, I don't know, I think you got to be a little uh, little thin there to go along with this. Also, too, the uh, lieutenant governor there, apparently, uh, from what I understand, uh, I forget her name now, but um, there's a, they have a, everybody has a lot of confidence in her that she'd be, be a good governor. So, from what I understand. Did she know about any of this, though? 
Did she keep, did she know? Did she recognize those behaviors and say nothing? That's what I want to know. Yeah. That's what I want, especially as a woman. Right, right. Yeah, when you if you see a guy being that creepy and you say nothing, you're slimy. You are a slimy, nasty little individual. You need to crawl back in your hole and stay there. Because you shouldn't see something like that. Step up, say something, and stop it. Jeez, people. We're in the 21st century here. Rocky Huber uh, said in the chat room, there are a lot of creeps in New York City. There are a lot of creeps everywhere. Everywhere. And we, when we hold them accountable, maybe we can get rid of a few of them. And maybe we'll breed less of them. I don't know for certain. Well, there's probably a lot of them in New York City, right? I mean, you know. Uh, I could sit here oh, all day long and tell you people that I'm a badass from New York. I mean, and I am afraid of no man. I mean, is there something about New York that's just... Uh, I could tell what year of his video I'm looking at by how much hair's on his head. Oh, Crazy and Joe? How how, yeah. how teased out it is. Oh, yeah. Because it gets yes. more teased. He kind of reminds me of the dude. Do you remember that dude? I shouldn't say that. It's mean, but I don't know. The the, the Adenaki dude. The Adenaki, um archaeology scientist who was all about the aliens. And he just, his, every time I saw him in a in a video, his hair just kept getting bigger. Oh, I'm not sure. And bigger. I'm not sure. It's about, you know, science. The dude is totally convinced that there were aliens involved in the creation of the Adenaki Empire, but that's way off oh. our topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You spend a lot of time with archaeology. That's what comes up in your brain. Uh, Miriam Banish is in the Facebook live chat. She's a top fan. My buddy. Also, uh, Shannon McGuire joins us in the chat room as well. I got to go to the Allard YMCA with her and uh, go in the pools. It was really, really nice. Locker rooms are like brand new. They look gorgeous. Oh, it was really great. I definitely am going to go back there. Excellent. A um, little bit of an update on this. Uh, here's the latest. It's a fast-moving story. CNBC.com says Cuomo impeachment probe nears its end as New York lawmakers give Governor August 13 deadline to submit evidence. Uh, key points from this. Uh, New York State lawmakers warned <gasps> Governor Andrew Cuomo's lawyers that the Assembly's impeachment probe into various accusations against the governor is nearing an end. They're moving quick. The investigators gave Cuomo's lawyers about a week to furnish any final evidence to the Judiciary Committee. The request comes two days after a scathing detailed report that said Cuomo sexually harassed multiple women. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Did you hear the date? Did you pay attention to the date, Maddie? <gasps> August 13th. I think it's a conspiracy. Oh, that's the same day that uh -huh. uh, Trump is supposed to be reinstalled. That's according right. to uh, Friday the 13th Q of August. According to the Q people and Mike Lindell. The dome will lift off and the little aliens will reach in and take one out and put one in. Wow, that's going to be a big day. And then they'll put the dome back on so nobody falls off the flat earth. I think that, that's outstanding, really. Yep, uh, that's my story. Exci exciting times. Yeah. Mm, I want to see the dome lift. Uh, it says here, the request from attorneys for the Assembly Judiciary Committee came, uh, came two days after the report. Uh, the warning read, quote, the committee's investigation is nearing completion and the Assembly will soon consider potential articles of impeachment against your client, unquote. The Judiciary Committee launched its impeachment investigation in March. Right. That was back when Biden was asked, first asked publicly about this, following initial accusations of sexual harassment made against the governor. Committee staff members were also charged with investigating other allegations of wrongdoing by Cuomo, including whether his staff tried to hide or alter data on coronavirus deaths in New York nursing homes and whether he misused state resources to promote a book he wrote about leadership in 2020. I forgot all about the book. Uh, Cuomo and his staff have denied these allegations. The impeachment probe was conducted parallel to an investigation led by the state AG's office. On Tuesday, uh, New York Attorney General uh, 
Letitia James released the findings of her office's investigation, a bombshell report that found Cuomo sexually harassed at least 11 women and retaliated against a former employee who complained publicly about his conduct. That's a key thing. See? That's... I'm right to say what I'm saying. The retaliation is... That'll... That family is that so will, embedded in their government. That'll do him in. It's, these little dynasties need to go away. Mm. Little, they need to go away. And the Comos have one. And they know how to hide this stuff really, really well. well really, the- If I'm not mistaken, and, and I would be willing absolutely to say sorry if I am, I believe that it was him... That also did this whole thing about collecting knives. Ooh, evil knives. Ah, right. And then used who? the. Who did this? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in New York. It was pretty sure it was Como. Andrew Como. I'm pretty sure they did this big knife collection thing. Oh. And then all the money they made off of like, however they did this was used to do a campaign led by the governor about anti-violence knives, which of course turned into a lovely reelect me campaign ad. But. Oh. Gee, go figure, a politician uses something in the the guise of community service to fund themselves. Not surprised. Well, that's pretty sharp if you think about it. (laughs) See what I did there? That was good there. I like that one, yes. The 165-page report landed like a grenade in Albany and Washington, immediately prompting scores of Cuomo's fellow Democrats in office, up to and including President Joe Biden, to call for his resignation. Spokesperson... For the governor did not respond to a request for comment. So far, Cuomo has shown no signs that he plans to step down. On the contrary, the governor issued a statement Tuesday strongly denying some of the allegations against him and portraying himself as the victim of a political witch hunt. That never works. Oh, please. Uh, but Thursday, well, I shouldn't say that never works. I think he's trying to take a page out of Trump. I think he's trying to take a page out of Clinton. Ah, because now that I'm thinking about it, yes. because that kind of did work for Clinton. I mean, that gets complicated, yes. and there's a lot of nuance there. But by the time Bill Clinton was impeached, he was act- his approval rating was actually up because a lot of people who—and it's a separate conversation, but a lot of people felt it was unfair. Um, I, to this day, have mixed feelings about the whole deal. But um, but but he actually garnered a lot of sympathy. But this is— this Is, is the president of the United States having an affair on his wife in the Oval Office and doing things that are not okay in the Oval Office— yeah, and he's in a position of power over her? Oh, heck no, I'm not conflicted. Right. I, but You are, but I'm not. No, I'm not, I'm not conflicted about that specifically, but uh-huh. it's, there's larger issues there. But uh-huh. we'll take this call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hi, Matt. Hi, Jenny. This Hi, is Ron. Sweetie. How you doing? Hey, Ron. How are you? Doing good. I'm doing good. I just turned on the show. I've uh, gone upstairs and, uh, you know, caught a little of it earlier, but just turned it on now. But I can't help but wonder, so if this goes to trial, um, is that 11 different trials, or will they try them all at once? No, it would be all at once. Well, no, right? it, no. not I, It depends on which trial you're talking about. Impeachment trial happens in the body of government. Well, and that'll, has, that'll and be that will not no, be No, no, mul- I was talking about the, the harassment. Criminal stuff. Trials. So, right there, what, the way this looks at, on the surface right now is there's at least four different e, e, DAs in four different Um, districts of the state that are going to press. It depends on where the case is. If you're out of New York city, you might be under one DA. And if you, so no, it won't be all one trial. There could be 11 counts split up into four different counties. Does he, cause I really have no clue. Does he have the money to afford these trials, these lawyers (laughs) and the payouts? 
Oh, I, yeah. I assume. That family's so embedded in government, they got tons of money. There, there, there's no worry that they're going to have somebody to represent them. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you can borrow. And any of these cases, since they're not actual felonies per se, is there a... Um, we don't know that yet. Statue of limitation on it? Well, no. No. That's a good question. I'm not sure... Uh, I don't pro- believe in this situation there would be. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Uh, it, it legally, uh, I mean, it depends on the state, right? It, it depends on the, It depends on what the charge is. Yeah, it depends on how their state laws are, are represented. And we don't really know the whole story. We know on the surface. We don't know the exacts of all the evidence and, and specifically each individual situation. So some of them are maybe misdemeanors. Some could rise to the level of a felony. Maybe they're all misdemeanors. We don't know. But now that the DAs are looking, I would say there's going to be charges forthcoming. That's it, my guess. And and it, I get the impression too that uh, at least some of this was recent enough where even if even if there's a 10 year statute of limitations on some of this, I'm sure a lot of this was within the last decade. Yeah. Um, it sounds like some of yeah, it was. Yeah, but I can't I can't help but wonder because again I really don't know is the Stormy Daniels things over? Or is that still pending? Oh, that's that's long done. No, that's dead now. That's, yeah. I mean, that, that's a non-issue that, that's at this point. That's done and went to court. There was a guilty or no guilty, or that was just a payoff? Or, well, that I, don't was, know, I didn't know how that I think ended. that was a payoff with no charges, right? That was a payoff with a non-disclosure agreement. Well, nobody actually broke the law in that case. I, I mean, it, it, that was just, uh, you know, she was paid off to keep her quiet, and then she broke that agreement by going public and... But there was, but that wasn't a criminal. Oh, you're right, that you're was, right, you're that, right. Yeah, yeah, that was that wasn't a criminal. Other than Rudy Giuliani, kind of, well, whoever it was that was trying to take care of it. Yeah, you're right. Michael Cohen, he's the one who. Uh, yeah, Michael Cohen delivered right. the check. <laughs> yeah. When does yeah, a crime the occur? Yeah, Why yeah. doesn't NDA hey, get to be valid? All right, guys, I'm going to listen from here on. I think he answered my questions. All right, Ron, great call. Thank you. Thank you. Good, good night. All right, bye bye. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the statute of limitations with that, but but some of them are recent, from my understanding. Yeah, so. that that was my impression. Yeah, some of them are He's very. He's never recent. curbed his behavior. Right, right. And and to, it's I don't care what you used to grow up, get used to where we are now, learn how to be more respectful. That's yeah. all it is. It's about re- having mutual respect for each other. Uh, Mike Palapita joins us in the chat room. Uh, says good afternoon, Mike. Of course, from one of our wonderful sponsors here at WMNH ninety five point three Queen City Cabinetry in the historic Sunbeam Mall. Um, yeah, there really is no excuse for because uh, I know you know during his uh, statement he kind of tried to play that card of uh, look, I'm an old school Italian New Yorker. You know what? Do, what do I know about uh, you're not supposed to call a woman toots or whatever he said. Oh, give me a break. Um, you know, he tried to kind of play that, but it's like there's really no, <laughs> you know, unless you've time traveled here from 30 years ago, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's you know what? Really it wasn't no okay ex- then. It's just women didn't have well, a leg to stand on. I know, but 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 like there's no excuse for not, not only for not knowing that it's wrong, but also for not knowing that in this climate, if even if you somehow don't think you're doing anything wrong, you have to be self-aware enough to realize what the consequences are going to be of doing something that someone else might think is wrong, even if you don't think it is. You know what I mean? And guess what? I don't care what you think it is. My body, keep your paws off of it. Right. Doesn't matter what you're thinking. It's not yours. Don't touch. Yeah. 
Um, the other, there's an element uh, to this also that's interesting to me that might seem like a bit of a side street, but, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by anything, uh, you know, by all things media. And uh, once again, and this is not the first time we've seen something like this happen when it comes to Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, but once again, uh, Chris Cuomo from CNN figures into a, a sort of a, a tangent of the, and Chris Cuomo is not accused of anything uh, like he's as far as I know, he's never been accused of, of any kind of sexual harassment or anything. But and for the record, uh, you know, just full disclosure, I happen to like Chris Cuomo of CNN. I think he does a good job. I like his show. Um, I like his radio show that I've heard on uh, satellite radio. Having said that, um, I am uncomfortable with this. Um, well, let's back up a little bit. Um, remember, remember when. Uh, during the early days of the pandemic, they would do... Chris Cuomo started having Governor Andrew Cuomo on his show. Yep. And there had been a rule, and I don't know if it was a policy that the show had, the Chris Cuomo's uh, program on CNN. I don't know if it was Chris Cuomo's idea, if it was a CNN policy. I don't know whose policy it was, but I do know that there had been a policy up to that point that... For obvious reasons, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo would not appear, you know, he was free to appear on other shows on CNN, but he would not appear on his brother's show because that's, you know, obviously, you know, journalistically and whatnot, you can't uh, you can't have Chris Cuomo, um, you know, interviewing his own brother about things. And, and, you know, Chris Cuomo, as a journalist, he's not going to be, uh, you know, impartial or whatever. And then. They bent that rule or, or broke that rule entirely once um, when the pandemic started and, and Chris Cuomo started having Andrew Cuomo on on a regular basis. Um, and they would do these segments discussing the pandemic. And apparently, from what I've read, that was allowed because there was a feeling at CNN that, well, this is this is a special case. This is uh, an unprecedented I thought their banter was good, though. Well, I really did at the time. That's the thing. And that's why a lot of people kind of overlooked it and said, you know what? This is fine. We, we actually need this. The, the banter is, is good because it makes everyone feel a little bit better. And they're brothers. And they're doing these segments where they're they're half serious, but then they get into some ribbing of each other. It's yeah, kind of fun to see that. mom or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So there was a lot of that. But... Then we found out later that there was also something going on behind the scenes where when um, that, that Chris Cuomo was actually uh, quietly sort of helping his brother with some of the messaging. And then when the thing about the nursing home deaths came up, Chris Cuomo was sort of off the record, off the books, advising his brother a little bit. So that's where you kind of look back and you go, hmm. Maybe this is not okay. But when this stuff started, his brother said he wasn't going to talk about it. Right. When this first started about him with the women, he said he wasn't going to talk about it. Right. He wasn't going to take us, you know, to publicly take his brother's side or anything. And by the way, that I'm okay with. Just to be clear, Chris Cuomo saying, I'm not going to cover this particular story on my show because it's my brother. You didn't think it was good for them to be on? That part I'm fine with. Well, I w- no. You, you mean back what when? What part they, are you not fine with? When they used to do the segments together. Yep. I was. I was sort of okay with it at the time, and that I understood why. 
But there was a little part of me that was a little bit uncomfortable with it. And then I became more uncomfortable with it later when it came to light that Chris Cuomo behind the scenes was somewhat advising his brother because Chris Cuomo is a CNN anchor. I became a little uncomfortable with it. A little yeah, bit. but it's his brother. Why can't he give his brother advice? I mean, would, well, you, would you have said yeah. that to Bobby Kennedy and Jack? I mean, we, we, would, should we have split the Kennedy brothers up and no, not allowed no. them to work together? No, but Bobby Kennedy wasn't uh, or, working for a major media conglomerate. True, but it's still, a little, little different. Two major positions in government. These these things <laughs> these things have all been so blurred that the the you know the the lines between. Um, you know, I mean, you got Sean Hannity showing up at Trump rallies. I mean, the lines between uh, media and government have become so blurred anyway. That's why I say mixed feelings. Mi- I don't mixed know. feelings. Yeah, but I don't have a problem if the brother was being like, you know, if you word it this way or that way, it'll have a better, it'll be received better by the public. It won't scare people as much. I mean, I would want somebody, this is a really weird situation. In, in the specifics about his brother interviewing him in relation to the pandemic, I really don't have an issue, and I don't have an issue with him helping him find the right wording to help the public, because this, this stuff's been pretty scary. Right, but I mean, yeah. Um, I'm more offended by the stuff with the women. Mi- I'm more worried about that. Mi- mixed mixed, mixed feelings uh, for me on a lot of it, but I am okay with, with Chris Cuomo, because Chris Cuomo took some heat, has taken some heat for not covering... Andrew Cuomo's scandals on his show, like why is he like? Then people say about Chris Cuomo, why does why is he giving his brother a pass? To that, I say no. That I'm perfectly fine with Chris Cuomo saying I cannot cover this story Look, because it is my brother. That part brother. I'm fine with. Nobody right. should be taking his stories as gospel. It's his brother. You take it the way you see it, and you you. No, you, but what I'm saying is I'm okay with Chris Cuomo saying I'm not going to cover that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Leave it for Don Lemon. Leave it for Anderson Cooper. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's his brother. I do see a distinction between blood relation there. Well, here's here's uh, what uh, this is from businessinsider.com. Here's what we're learning now. New York investigation confirms that CNN's Chris Cuomo helped his brother respond to sexual assault allegations. This I'm not comfortable with. So bullet points from this. CNN news anchor Chris Cuomo advised his brother, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, after the governor's sexual harassment allegations appeared. Chris Cuomo's involvement was confirmed by an investigation from Attorney General Tish James. The AG's office also alleges that Chris Cuomo drafted a press release for his brother. This I'm not okay with. Why? Because he's a good writer. So he gets his brother to write it. He puts it out there and everybody gains an opinion. I don't have a problem with the brother helping the brother with his right. I just don't. I just don't. I think it's normal. I think it's something. He's, it's a writer. It's a writer. Helping. I know what you're saying. It's a writer. But I mean, uh, there's a part of me that says know, just, there's a part of me that says maybe it doesn't matter because Chris Cuomo at the. Okay. It's not really all that secret either, obviously, because, I mean... Right. Let's pull back and take a broader view of, of the media for a moment. And and this this is why... Th- this is why there's a part of me that says maybe this is fine. This is a part... The part of me that says maybe this is fine is when I take a step back and I take a broader look and I say, okay, during the Trump administration, um, some of these news programs on CNN... Um, talking specifically about not only Chris Cuomo, but Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper, 
they've all really ramped up the editorializing, um, which they used to avoid doing. So yeah, used so, to win. So they wear it on. I, th- I think we disagree somewhat on how it used to be, but it's clear how it is now. Everybody's got everybody now has their political ideology on their sleeve. And you can listen to Chris Cuomo on satellite radio, and it's an opinion-based show, and it's obvious he's a liberal Democrat, et cetera. Plus, you would assume it with the family that he's from. So when I think about it that way, it's like, okay, we already know who he is. We already know where he's coming from. We already know what his bias is. So maybe this is fine because he's not presenting himself as as a um, as an unbiased journalist. He's more of an opinion commentator anyway, just like like people like on the other side. So people got mad when Sean Hannity started showing up at Trump rallies. People started saying, well, wait a minute. He can't do that. He's a journalist. He's on Fox News. I personally didn't care. I said, well, wait a minute, though. He's he's an opinion guy. Uh, he's not a he's not an unbiased, objective journalist. He's an opinion guy. And we know what his opinion is. He's a commentator. He's not a quote-unquote journalist, so who cares? Let him show up at the Trump rallies. What's it matter? Do the newspapers not come out with endorsements for candidates Tr- every that- every election? Well, the so editorial— So how is that—that's a newspaper service saying, we pick this one for our horse in the race. The editorial boards do, yes. But, but, it's, but most of the— but That's semantics. No, but That's when you, no, because when you read the What's, newspaper, when you read the newspaper, there's a pretty clear delineation between what is presented. Or I assume I haven't actually looked. I'll be honest with you, I haven't looked at a physical newspaper in a long damn time. I will admit. I mean, we live in New Hampshire. We know the union leader is going to endorse most of all the other Republican candidates. They like very few Democrats. We know the Concord Monitor is going to be they, more uh, positive towards their Democratic candidates. They endorsed Biden for president, though. I think right, the union leader. They might have in the end. I believe they did. But I'm sure it was begrudging. But Because uh, <laughs> that's not been their history. No. No, but they turned on Trump. They totally turned on Trump. But the first time um, around, well, sure. everybody was but, on the bandwagon. But I'm just saying, though, when, when you look at the, um, when you look at a newspaper, you, you know, there's a clear distinction between the editorial section and the rest of the paper. And it used to be, I would say, with, with cable news, there was a, fairly clear delineation between which shows are opinion-based shows and which shows are hard news. But that has been blurred. All, no, no. That no. has been blurred all I to hell at this point. Oh, come on. I totally disagree with you. That's been gone longer than that. We used to live in a time and an age where everybody got their news from the news reporters, and they were expected to deliver just the facts for us to get the information and make a decision. Now we live in a world that's Everybody is connected instantly. A story happens. It's around the globe in less than 30 seconds. Everybody has an opinion, and everybody's putting it out there. And uh, you look at any one of these these news people, and they've all got a leaning. They've all got a slant. Nobody's straight down the middle. Nobody's just reporting the facts. I seriously don't see that anymore. I see the media, and I do judge the information where it's coming from. Well, which you should. 
Greater Columbus Sports Commission is proud to celebrate the history of women's athletes and the 50th anniversary of Title IX with a new podcast. The Starting Nine Up podcast will feature some of the most important female voices in local sports. Hosted by iHeartMedia's Matt McCoy, Starting Nine Up explores stories you may be familiar with and others you might be hearing for the first time. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. Well, and but, 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 uh, actually, long gone are the days that when news media was actually, well, geez, integrity comes to mind. Integrity. Now we don't have integrity. Well, now we have the, t- you know, get the, f- it's very rare in, in this <sighs> type of political climate. Okay. Maybe when there's hunger and war and stuff going on. Yeah. You get some decent news reporters then, but in this political element of Democrat to Republican and whose side's better, they all got a slant. I think there's, none of them are in the middle. I, maybe Barbara Walters. Oh. Okay, maybe no, Barbara. Barbara she Walters does a fair. A, yeah, she's a liberal. She does a fair interview. <laughs> she does a oh, fair sure. interview. No, I've never seen her interview a Republican and be disrespectful or inappropriate. I wouldn't. Yeah. I so I I don't agree as broadly, but I think maybe you have to look a little harder now to find. I'll tell you what. I'll I'll give them up. You know, and I have no reason to plug them. I have no connection to them whatsoever. But ex- aside from that, I listen to it in the car occasionally. But on uh, on satellite radio, uh, there's a Bloomberg News channel, and they have a show. Bloomberg. They have a show. They have a show called Balance of Power, <laughs> and it's funny because it has such a dramatic name, Balance of Power. You almost wouldn't think it would be what it is, but it's it's very it's a very dry, uh, very straight, hard news. It's like I I detect no. When I listen to that show, I detect no bias at all. It's it's really good. I recommend it. Balance of Power. It's on uh, Bloomberg News, um, but it's uh, yeah. It takes a very sort of dry, dispassionate. But Bloomberg uses his media to slant news. Uh, he is a major player in politics, and he always has. This, but how many times have people talked about him running? Or didn't he run once? I thought he ran once. Well, he's, but he's, ex- yeah, he's he ran extremely for liberal. Way far over on the left-hand side of oh, the screen. Oh, I, I don't agree with that. Bloomberg? Oh, yes. He's anti-gun. He's the anti... Oh, yeah. Well, he's been all over the place, so he's been a Democrat. He's, he's been a Republican. He's anti-knives. He's been he wants to take away your knives because you shouldn't be able to cut steak. Yeah. I I, I, mean, this, the, I think... I think He's not a valid source. I don't I don't think he's very hands-on, though, as far as Bloomberg media. Are because you kidding? I, he, I don't... Oh, you I, need to look that guy well, up. He throws his money and his name behind a ton of stuff. Yeah, I don't you know think how he, the mothers against guns got their money. Yeah, him. I know, and that's how they got established in all the different states. I'm just saying, though, I listen to that channel and I hear a lot of hard news that that doesn't it sound like. Uh, I don't think Mike Bloomberg is uh, in there uh, uh, directly overseeing the editorial board. Is all I'm saying. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I, articles know. have a slant. It's not just in the editorial; it's in the articles um, as well. Yeah, I'm just I'm just telling uh, you. I think Balance of Power is a very good show. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I haven't heard it, so I'm not going to pass a judgment on that specific show. Right. But I know the man behind it, and I know where he's put his money, his attention, and his energy. You sound like Elizabeth Warren. What? Remember how much during the debates, how how, uh, aggressive she was with Bloomberg? 
I thought she. I thought she was gonna walk over to the podium well, and punch him in the face. Well, he's a bit misogynistic sometimes. You got to admit, he comes off pretty uh, not so great when it comes to women. I don't blame her for that. I'm not a fan of her, so to speak, yeah. but I don't blame her for that. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his at all. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Like I, a lot of the times when I see media that I think is actually being somewhat fair, it's coming from another country. I'm watching oh. what's going on in BBC. our nation from another country or um, Sky News. Sky yeah. News is another good one. BBC um, has a uh, excellent reputation. But I'll tell you what's really freaky is when you watch the news about America in another country and you see the way that they're, how they see us. All I know is when I went two years ago, I was embarrassed. Yeah. I was embarrassed. And then some of these news reports had come on. I want to crawl under a rock. Wanted to crawl into the rock when I saw a Scottish family going, Trump forced us out of our house to have a stupid golf course in Scotland. These poor older couple getting interviewed, and we don't see that here. Our media weeds it out. They take a position. There's no, there's not that much integrity in media anymore. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm jaded. We're not, we we have positions. We have we we express our positions. Uh, we, and you can endorse somebody too. Uh, Miriam says, "I love BBC." Yeah, yes, I do like BBC. Uh, I like some of their old comedies. Rocky Huber says, "I think we should label these old school guys like Cuomo as suffering from Crazy Joe syndrome." Oh, Ooh, wow! They come here <laughs> to gang up on me. Uh, That's not a bad idea, actually. Rocky says it might be a coincidence that they're both from New York, but Crazy Joe's opinion on women reflecting. Uh, oh, opinions on women reflect in Cuomo's actions must be from the same generation. They are from the same generation. Crazy Joe. That's I, right. Uh, Crazy Joe, I believe, is 64 and Cuomo is 63. They, they pro- are. They probably know each other. They may have been pals growing up in their little Italian district, hugging each other's faces. Uh, speaking of media from across the pond, Andrew Joseph Reed Downs McCann Brown is in the Facebook live chat from Tomorrow Radio in Ireland. Very good, very good. Hey. Well, we are approaching the top of the hour, so let's take a break. Um, I'm going to play, uh, we haven't heard this in a while. It's uh, Mr. At from Atlanta, uh, Push, the radio edit, of course. I really like this track, but uh, the individual who originally introduced me to this song might be calling in at some point Ooh. on the show today. I don't want to say who because I don't know if he's definitely going to call, but we'll see. But this is a great track, so we'll play this. And uh, we'll show some love to our sponsors. And then we will be right back with our number two of uh, Matt Connerton Unleashed live from WMNH. Don't go away.
Welcome back, everybody. We are into our number two, Numero Dos, of Matt Connerton, unleashed live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester, streaming at WMNHradio.org and on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, hello to our friends at Raw Talk Online and Tomorrow Radio. Uh, today is August 5th, Thursday, August 5th, 2021. Uh, Jenny is here as well at the news desk. And uh, don't forget, of course, we are proudly sponsored by The Hop Knot. Today is Thursday, which means tonight is Trivia Night at The Hop Knot in the Brady Sullivan at 1000 Elm Street, right across the street. They have delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. They've got all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Thursdays is Trivia with the great Bill Cini. Friday night, our friend Grant Lampton plays there. I saw a giant blow-up chair as part of the rewards for this evening's games. A um, whole prize package. Oh, really? Yeah. To the winning team. Oh, yes. very good. Very good. Yeah. quite lovely. Yes, yes. Uh, they have the uh, Gender Blender. That's a recurring event, right? I think that's once a, once a month, right? Once a month? I think. Um, I'm not sure offhand. They've got so uh, much see, going on there. Me. They do a lot in the community. It's really, really cool. Big time. So. Big time. And I love that. So please, everyone, uh, continue to support our wonderful sponsor, The Hop Knot, and all of our great sponsors here at WMNH. Uh, Queen City Cabinetry, our friend Mike Pelopita, a big supporter of the station and all the shows here. Uh, in the uh, historic Sunbeam Mall. And, of course, uh, CGI Business Solutions, the OG yes. of WMNH sponsors. They've been OG. here They've been here from uh, since before I was here. So there you go. Uh, if you'd like to join the discussion, 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text us at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to Matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. But best thing to do is call us at 603-250-6007. And don't wait until the last minute. Why not? Well, we do have another live show on after us uh, here at WMNH. Uh, yep. At uh, 6 p.m., the weekly Dion, hosted by the Dions. Yes, Mr. Ben Dion himself. Ben Dion and his father, Daryl Dion. Uh, they'll be here at 6 p.m., so, you know, we'll be, you know, a few minutes before, we'll be playing some music for the changeover. So don't wait until the last minute. Don't be sitting around thinking, oh, Matt's on till 6. I can call the show at 5.58. And, but uh, why not? Get into a protracted discussion. Uh, no. Because uh, that's just not an option. But still. 5.57 even is pushing it, to be but honest with you. some people like to go there. I know. I know. They like to live on the edge. Some people, you know, they'll be calling Mix at 5.00. 5.56 and thinking, you know, we're going to chit-chat for a while. And it's like, no, no, you got to get in early. Get in early. 603-250-6007. Mm. Uh, Dirk Don from Arrogant Media joins us in the chat room. Uh, he says, uh, LOL, I just started eating a plate of ground beef during this. I played uh, KRS-One beef. <laughs> By the way. He's angry. Uh, yes, he's always angry, he says. Now, uh, or maybe he's hangry, and that's why he started angry. eating a, a plate of ground beef. No, right. he wrote angry. By the way, for anyone who's uh, caps. 
for anyone who's uh, wondering, uh, no, I am not a vegetarian or, or, or a vegan. Uh, me playing that song might give people Puddles that Puddles is impression. a vegan. Puddles Pity Party oh, is a vegan. Yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. I am not. I, I yep. do eat I do eat meat. I, I eat meat, too. The reason I play the song is I just, well, I love KRS-One, but also, too, you know, there's been a lot of people who have been on the show who have had beef, who've been beefing with uh, with other people. But they were I've beefing even, with you. Uh, weren't beefing with me. People beefing have been with beefing you. with I like uh, my steak tips. I'm ev- okay. Everyone knows, longtime listeners know, of course, I had beef with MC Hammer. I thought he was going to come to New Hampshire and kill me. I had to kick you out. What? Had to kick you out. Almost had to kick you out of home. Like I know. we couldn't be safe with you. I know. It was very frightening. Kick you to the curb. That was a couple of years ago. I've had beef uh, more Don't recently with, uh, with people. What's that? Don't start again. No, no, no. Well, you know, oh. I mean, we, we all know. Uh, you make people angry. We, we all know the. We all know who I've had beef with uh, recently. Uh, but, and he's uh, making it sound like he's the nice guy. But uh, I'll tell you what. Ratso, ratso. I shared something out earlier, by the way, on the... Uh, Comington. I shared it out on my personal page because it was I was looking at it on my phone and I couldn't share it out to my... Uh, uh, I couldn't share it out to the Matt Connerton Unleashed page, so it's out on my personal page. But it was a clip of... I don't know if you saw this. It was a clip of... Uh, the Majority Report. You know, I don't agree with them on everything, but I am a fan of the show, The Majority Report, with Sam Cedar and uh, his co-host, uh, Emma Vigeland. And um, they were taking this call from someone, and uh, it, it was just such an interesting parallel to me. Not because of, of what they were discussing, and Dirk, I did see your comment on it, but the parallel was they take a call from this listener who doesn't listen to the show anymore, <laughs> or only listens once in a while, but had all kinds of opinions about the show and how the show does everything wrong. And I was like, sounding awfully familiar. I can relate to this. I can think of three people off the top of my head who yeah. uh, who don't listen consistently, but then have all kinds of complaints, grievances Armchair about my program. Living room quarterbacks. Yes. Yes. Yep. yep, yep oh, yep, Dirk yep. says he's going to start some beef with me now. Apparently. Wow. Uh, Let's have. I, are I, you threatening him? I I, I like the beef. Uh, I like beefing. Uh, I'll I'll pull out Can my. We all just get along. I'll pull out my alter ego, M Sizzle. Give peace a chance. M Sizzle hasn't made a diss track in a while. I don't like him. M Sizzle? No. He's greatest rapper alive. No, he's no. I don't like him. M Sizzle in the house. Mm. Could happen at any moment. I think he's too moody. And he's too much of an ego. M Sizzle lurks yep. within me. Yep. That's why he got in the almost fisticuffs with, you know, who? With MC Hammer? That's right. That's right. I don't want that again. Yes. I had to hide in the woods and everything. Uh-huh. Stunk. Uh, Ricky I Le- got stung by a bee. On the face? You know, like and took us. Oh. I got stung by a green jacket. A green jacket? That's a callback to uh, yesterday's show. If you don't know what a tookus is, it's a but mm-hmm. a butt is a tuchus. Uh Ricky Litwinkowicz joins us in the chat room and says, uh, no beefing here. Hello, everyone. Hola. Ricky, of course, from Pain Train Pipe He's my Bomb. favorite guy. He helped, Actually, I'm in an art contest, thanks to help him. Oh, that's right. He helped yeah. you uh, with your uh, resizing I, your photos. I did two submissions to an art, art contest, and, you know, was, I didn't really expect to get in. And one of my pieces did get up, and, and thankfully, because of Ricky, because I have no idea how you make a file bigger every time i tried to upload it it kept telling me i had and i i yeah i'm a little slow when it comes to the computer stuff sometimes eh. but ricky had it all set away for me and i was able to enter and now we're waiting for august 18th when the finalists will be announced and then it goes to public voting and on from there outstanding 
Yes, I'm hoping to make the finalists. Yes, and if I yes. don't, I'm just super psyched that I got in. It's the first time I've ever gotten an entry into a co- our contest. Oh, excellent. Because they don't take everybody. You can submit, and they don't always take every, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was really cool for me. I, that felt really, really good. So thank you, Ricky. Big shout out. Yes, absolutely. Um, Wasn't there a thing? Oh, helping out the fam, Ricky yes. says. Yes, very nice. Wasn't there a thing, too, where uh, they played a song for you for your birthday? On yes. Show? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I just was, I flip around and when I see people go live, you know, I'll check it out. And Ricky had gone live and he's a great show. Always has great guests. They have a lot of fun. And so I like to, I like to jump into their chat room sometimes. It is. It's a lot of fun, a lot of laughter going on and everything. And uh, yeah, they did a really cool thing for my birthday. It was awesome. I turned red on the face. They actually managed to make me embarrassed. Ricky's show. Uh, Ricky is from New York. I wonder if he knows Crazy Joe. Do you know Crazy Joe, uh, Ricky? You don't have to. Uh... Maybe he knows one of his producer engineers. <laughs> Maybe Ricky has a technician he could send uh, to Crazy Joe. And an engineer. Uh, and, and an engineer. And a manager. Yes, yes, yes. He has all these invisible peoples. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he still makes all his own calls. I don't know how he does it. That's right. Huh? That's right. Uh, let's see. Let me. Must uh, be that New York blood. It must be. Is that what you said? New York uh, 603-250-6007 is the number to call us live. By the way, um, Andrew uh, Joseph Reed Downs McCann Brown from uh, Tomorrow Radio in Ireland uh, was asking, so he says, uh, latest HSE stats show uh, eight fully vaccinated people admitted to hospital in a 24-hour period in Ireland. Is this happening in the U.S.? That vaccinated people have been put in the hospital? Pretty damn rare. My yeah, but, I mean those numbers are infinitesimally small for fully vaccinated people. Yeah, the majority of people that they're they're reporting that the majority of people who are in hospital now are unvaccinated souls. Oh yeah, but it there is incidences of what they were calling breakthrough, but now some of the reports are conflicting, and I'm really confused and I'm really concerned as a citizen. Like they were talking about this lambda variant that is supposed to be even worse than the delta variant, and it can defeat vaccine is my understanding i'm hoping they're wrong on this i'm hoping that this isn't the tr- the case but so you know, the only way we're going to stop this if we stop letting the disease propagate we yes. got to stop giving it to each other yes i yes. think we came off the mask thing too quickly i'm going to say it and i'm going to say it and i'm going to say it our children can't be vaccinated 12 and under cannot be vaccinated and there are people in this world who cannot be vaccinated um, I think there's at least one of the vaccines can't be taken by somebody who has a, an allergy to eggs, I believe it is. Or it may oh, have been all yeah. of the allergies. I'm not sure. But there are a small group of people. The vast majority of us can take it's the a- vaccine, can take precautions. And if we do, we decrease the amount of transmission, which means we decrease these variants. And we should clarify that. We should be very precise about something. When we talk about people who can't get vaccinated for medical reasons, that is a very small and the doctors themselves know who those people are right. and they tell them themselves. Exactly. This is it, it is a very small group of people. Yeah. Yeah, going going online and just uh, you know, going to some fringe website or going and finding a YouTube video doesn't count as figuring out that you can't medic you cannot medically be vaccinated. Talk to your doctor. Absolutely. Please, everyone, 
Talk to an actual medical professional. Something you saw in someone's right-wing conspiracy theorist Facebook meme should not be upon which what you base your medical decisions about things like getting vaccinated. Yes. Talk to your doctor. It cannot alter your DNA. You will not be injected with a tracking tip. You will not suddenly become sheep. None of this is true. None of this is true. If we did this, if people talked like this during the days of measles and polio, we would have never gotten anywhere. Oh, I know. We would have never, ever survived that. We've seen who knows how many people would have been dead from that or or affected permanently because, you know, polio isn't just a sickness. It was stopping limbs from growing, you know, can't walk, can't take care of yourself. It was a pretty nasty disease to want to, you know, maybe get inoculated against. So this isn't great. And we know that the Delta variant does respond for the most part with these vaccinations. And we do know that the vaccines work for the prevalency of it. So we take the vaccines. We keep each other safe. We keep our babies safe. There are a lot of, you know what scares me, Maddie? I saw a report this morning. The amount of children hospitalized has gone up exponentially. I believe the state of Florida announced it was somewhere around 128, 130 kids that are now in um, intensive care situations in hospitals. Yep. And, and you know, this this is scary. And we as adults have a responsibility, I think, in community to help protect our children. We know that 12 and under cannot be vaccinated. We know they can die. We've seen it. We live in New England. Just look at Boston. Just go to Children's Hospital. Talk to them. You live in New Hampshire, go talk to Dartmouth. Let's look it up. They're going to be the first ones to tell you about the kids yep. that, that they're having to put in a body bag. You want to see a medical provider fall to pieces, put a child in a body bag. Yeah. Now tell them they have to do it multiple times. Come on, folks. We need to work together, keep our kids safe. Let's. We're two years into this thing. We're starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel, and we're going to blow it. We're yeah. going to blow it in this moment, and everything will get exponentially worse again because people are just spreading fear. Just, just fear and conjecture and nothing that's based in science. Uh, Andrew says in Ireland, children will be uh, able to get vaccinated very shortly. That's good. Currently, Pfizer is in the running at this point, waiting for emergency uh, clearance to be able to give children under the age of 12. And this morning I heard actually really great news. Pfizer, within probably by the end of next month, will be fully approved by the FDA, not just emergently yes, approved, right. but fully approved. And they're expecting that. They're anticipating that to happen by the end of next month. And I know there's a lot of people out there that were simply waiting to hear that was going to happen or see that happen before they would take the vaccine because they were a little bit nervous. Yeah. So, you know. Hopefully that makes a difference. Hopefully hopefully it does. Hopefully. But some of these states out there, there's like 38% of the people have have, have vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Their hospitals are getting bad. Florida, Texas. One of the hospitals in Texas I was watching on TV was literally taking a conference room's and their cafeteria and turned them into healthcare sites to take care of people because they're starting to get that bad again. It's so sad that there's people who can see something like that and still be like, oh, it's all a hoax. It's just the flu. Uh, you know, this isn't real. It's you know like, what? come on. You know what I'm worried about, Maddie? We just had Soul Fest here. Yeah. You know how many people go to that mm. here in New Hampshire? And that's an uber religious thing. Yeah. So that makes me wonder. How many were actually vaccinated? I doubt anybody was wearing a mask. Yeah. And they're even saying now that people who are immunocompromised and at a higher risk for severe illness should start wearing a mask again indoors. Just 
to protect themselves a little extra to make yeah. sure you don't get this because this this Lamba variant is really scaring me. Yeah, it's really scaring me that 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 could be the one that gets out of control in the United States again. And then what do we do? Although whenever I hear Lambda, I immediately think of Revenge of the Nerds because of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. We're going to go through the whole alphabet at this rate. Yes, I know. Alpha, Beta. What's C? Is there a C? I don't know. Alpha, Beta. Is it Delta then? Yeah, Delta. Epsilon. Yeah. Well, How did we get to Lambda? Jeez, we got to L already? Yeah. Wow, that just clicked into my head. By the way, uh, Ricky in the chat room says, actually, I'm embarrassed to be a New Yorker because of Crazy Joe. I don't New blame Yorkers you, know the truth. We have a uh, call. I'd love to know what he thinks about Como. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, hi, Matt. Ron, one more time. Hey, um, this is probably old news to other people, but I guess I got so saturated with everything that's going on in my life and on the news that I lost track. Have we pinpointed the exact cause, whether what is uh, China or our laboratory? No animal accident or you know have we figured out the cause the root cause of this that is still being investigated and i know from what i was reading earlier today uh they're they're still digging um i know that the lab leak theory has gained a lot of momentum and that's where i was yeah you were at the lab absolutely in no Oh. Lab leak. Oh, I thought maybe you were that patient. This was something I thought you were saying that you were mankind patient zero. made to use against mankind, and they got it out of control. Yeah, well, no. That's what I think happened. I don't buy the friggin' monkey thing. Yeah. I don't buy it. I'm sorry, I don't. Well, well, we'll see. I think we would have seen a different... I, I really think that this was humanity being stupid again, like we always do. You want to yeah. see what goes wrong on the planet? Just look at a human. Well, Seriously. We'll, we'll see. We stink. We destroy things. It's terrible. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Maybe we should just I give the country back to the say, animals. I heard a comment from someone that said that, you know, maybe I'm not even wording it correctly, but they said, why would a uh, a company that makes these bio stuff make something that could affect their own people? So this, they were trying to lean against mm. the thought that, you know, it, it was done on purpose to, uh, you know, the COVID virus, though, has been long in existence, and it has been used in labs, even in the United States. These things exist in labs. There's just some nasty stuff here in the U.S., too, that they experiment with. It's possible that, that this was, I mean, again, I'm just saying it's possible. I don't know how much evidence there is to suggest this, but uh, it, this is pure conjecture. But it is possible that this was being worked with, used in a lab, developed in a lab with the intention of being able to use it as a bioweapon and something went wrong and it got out and people in the lab got infected or whatever. But we, you know, we just don't know yet, but it is being uh, investigated. Anything's possible. It's also possible that it leaked out of a lab, not with the intention of being used as a weapon, but it just, but they were doing something with it and it got out. Um, or maybe the original theory is true that it did come from a bat. Who knows? You know, a wet market. Mm -hmm.
I but wonder about one the final thought. Um, today I was buzzing through the AM stations, and because I can't stand commercials, so I'm always trying to catch news and not commercials. And I caught the end. Somebody was talking, and um, they were talking about New Jersey, that it's the worst place in the country as far as um, outbreaks and things like that. Is that. Have you heard anything to that effect? I haven't heard New Jersey mentioned. Uh, I know uh, Florida, it's exploding right now. Uh, also, um, Texas and Arkansas. Uh, I must have my information wrong. States, I, I must not have picked up enough on what they were talking about. I thought they were just saying that New Jersey was a hot spot for a lot of things, all in the United States. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard that, Ron. I'm not sure. All right. Skip that one. Yeah. But I was, yeah, I was just trying to figure out the uh, the origin of this. And uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll wait and see, and I'll listen to the rest of your show. All right, Ron, thank you for the call, my friend. Well, you know, thank you. Bye bye. You know, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities going on in that New York, New Jersey area. I mean, they do follow the Yankees, right? I mean, come on now. Well, Dirk Don Fox all the way. Dirk from Arrogant Media says in the chat room, speaking of Crazy Joe, I went to his stream on Twitter last night trying to get his attention for what he's been saying about me. I popped in messages like, you're a God-fearing man. God knows, uh, God knows you lied, Joe. I felt like the spooky ghost at the window. Oh, boy. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if uh, Crazy Joe claims he only tells the truth. He's full of it. But so help me God. Yeah, see? Um, Gonna get struck by lightning with that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Besides, he can attract it really well with all the tape decks. Miriam says, yeah, I can't deal with the anti-mask, vax science stuff anymore. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it it is. uh, It is frustrating because we should be smarter than this by now. Yeah. As a species. Absolutely. As a species. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Yo, Maddie, what's up, buddy? Hey, who's this? Gorman. Oh, Ryan Gorman, how are you? It's not a not a great connection, but I can hear you. All right, I'll call you back. Let me no, start, no, let no, me it's good you. enough. I'll call you back. No, you. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, no, it sucks on my. It sucks on my. End. Oh, does it? Okay. All right. Yeah. Call us back. Okay. He sounds like he's talking in a tube somewhere. Hello. He, hello. Maybe he's talking in a tube. Can you hear me now? I mean, you know, he's a little eccentric. A little. He could be uh, in a literal a tube. Or he could be uh, holding up a tube to the phone. But yes, he is currently in uh, New York City, I believe. Ah, Doing see? some art. Better watch out. Joe sees him. That'll be it. Oh, that's right. He might uh, yeah, encounter... Yeah, watch uh, out for that crazy Joe dude. By the way, this just popped up on thehill.com. Texas Republican leader dies of COVID-19. Wow. Five days after an anti-vaccination post. Hmm. Irony much? No. Not to make light of it, but uh, I can't particularly muster up any sympathy or empathy either. Uh, yeah, it says here. A te- Ask and you shall receive. Yeah, a Texas Republican leader who was hospitalized with COVID-19 died yesterday, just days after he shared a post on social media questioning the effectiveness of the coronavirus vaccine. The Galveston County Republican Party said in a Facebook post Wednesday morning that Scott Apley, a member of the state Republican Executive Committee, uh, had died. And uh, we have a wow. call. This is probably uh, Ryan Gorman. Ryan, is that you? Hello? It's the Phantom of the Station. It's the Phantom. Ooh. Hello? 
Nope. Yeah, Miriam in the chat room says, my empathy is broken on that front. Yeah. Uh, like, all right, you want to wait on taking the vaccine? Well, wear a mask. Just just be decent. But ignoring both is just stupid. Well, but the thing is, that see, that's the problem, though. People who are going to ignore one are going to ignore the other. I don't just, understand this logic behind putting all these kids back in school without still following proper guidelines because they can't do anything to prevent them. There's no logic. It's all ideology. It's all politics. You're playing politics with lives. This it, stuff's real. This isn't whether or not you should have the flag this way or that way. This is lives. Screw around with these kids. We're going to be burying kids. How many coffins do you need to size? see the size that are less than you? Well, How many? I, How I many get, does it take before you will, like wear a mask? If you're not going to take the vaccine until it's fully approved? Because freedom, liberty. Me, freedom doesn't mean Trump, you're an idiot. It doesn't Jesus. give you the right to infect other people. <laughs> uh, it says here, while the party did not specify the cause of death, a GoFundMe page that had been set up for Apley and his family said he was admitted to a hospital Sunday with, quote, pneumonia-like symptoms and tested positive for COVID, unquote. Uh, Apley, age 45... Wow. Is survived by his wife, Melissa, who, according to the fundraising page, has also tested positive for COVID, but has not been hospitalized. Uh, Thankfully, her kids won't be orphans then, maybe. Yeah. Jeez. Hi. Welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matty. It's Gorman. How are we doing? Good. How are you? What's going on? Is that better? That's about the same on this end, but it's good enough. We can hear you. Uh, all right. Cool. Because it's... It's better on my end. Oh, that's that means good. Anything. That's good. Now you're currently in New York City. I am. I'm in. Uh, I'm in Queens right now, uh, Richmond Hill, just outside of Jamaica and Kew Gardens. Yeah. Um, staying in Flatbush, Brooklyn, right now. But uh, yeah, we're down here. And uh, what are you doing there? Tell us uh, what exactly your uh, your mission is right now in New York. So, so I took an apprenticeship with. Uh, Thomas Howler and the dude uh, that's got a gallery and uh, a spot up in Nashville right by my house. and Or I should rephrase that, right by my girlfriend's house. Because uh, we all know it's not mine. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, he uh, he asked me the other day if I wanted to come down and paint some murals in this apartment complex. And so I came down to do that. And um, yes, it's spawn into a bunch of other work I've got down here now in Queens. I'm, I'm going to be painting. I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm going to be painting uh, the Flash uh, going around. It's uh, the rapper Chico. His his son is like 13 years old and he wants uh, the Flash running around his room. So uh, cool. I'm doing that uh, within the next couple of days. But um, yeah, hanging out with the, with the guys. Uh, like, you know, the Lifted Crew. Yes, um, yes. Hanging, yep, hanging out with them. I'm hanging out with Tragedy Gaddafi, Queens, Bridge, Adara, one of the greatest legendary rappers from Queens, dude. Um, and I, I did a piece of him. Uh, I'm not going to say where it is, but uh, <laughs> maybe that popped up somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing that. Jesse, as you know from uh, the Lifted Crew, Mr. At, he's got a show with Tragedy called uh, On the Chow. So those guys are doing that, and uh, I'm reaping the benefits from uh, from that. Uh, Sounds awesome. Sounds like a lot of fun. Jenny, you sound great. And you know what's funny is, yo, 
So exactly what y'all were talking about like two seconds ago is like something that and now I said, I'm an apprentice. I'm an apprentice to a great artist. And artists are weird dudes, period. <laughs> Matt, you know yep. me? Yep. A weird dude. You know Gonzo? He's a weird dude. You met Jenny? She's a weird I'm a like, proud yo, weirdo. Weird. <laughs> I'm a proud yeah, weirdo. Yeah, no, we're weird. We're weird. Yes. But uh, it's funny when you run into somebody that's like, oh, it's like, yo, you're my boss. At the same time, you're a great artist, and I'm learning a lot from you. And, like, oh, my God, there's so many things I don't mesh on with you politically and such. It is funny, and I'm saying that because I, like, the last two nights, I said, I'm like, oh, Tommy, I, I cannot listen to one more of your anti-vaccine oh. freaking, you know. But yeah. the, thing, the thing with that is, like, yo, Matt, you know me. I'm not exactly, I'm not sold on everything everybody's like I'm not sold on it but at the same time yo I'm in New York City I'm not ashamed to put a mask on wherever I go yeah, right now yeah like you gotta like just do your part America that's all I'm saying like wear yeah. a mask like shut up whether you believe it or not like just shut up <laughs> and if you're one of those yo if you're one of those like yo they're gonna put they're going to put a tracker in and say, dude, you got an iPhone in your pocket. They're right. tracking you right now. Yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And like, dude, I agree with a lot of that stuff. I do. But when I break it down, and, yo, I think it's page 314 of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Like, I need to look into not so much as what is wrong with the world. But what is wrong with me and what I can do to change it? What I can do. Yes. Yes, yes. So, yo, here's the thing. I want everybody to be safe. I want everybody to be healthy. I don't want kids dying. I don't want grandparents dying. <laughs> but if me just shouting out YouTube links to like, yo, see this. So, yo, there's lizards that are running the world. Like, bro, unless you can figure out a way to join the lizards or 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 defeat them or like whatever shut up like, <laughs> you just want to mess up god's up. perfect breathing system although right, not, yeah yeah although yeah. In, in, the lord gave you all you need in in, fa in fairness though uh we probably should if there are lizards i i do think that maybe we yeah. should we should figure out a way to defeat them i'm a little concerned about that yeah man Yo, it all comes down to three years ago. I got a message on Instagram to jo join the Illuminati. Yeah? And, uh, yeah, no, I tried to, but they didn't think my joke was funny when they were like, hey, do you have WhatsApp? I'm like, WhatsApp? Like, <laughs> you might want to think your, uh, your, your communication strategy, <laughs> uh, Illuminati. But WhatsApp? <laughs> do you guys have kicks? Like, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you on that. <laughs> no, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do about it? Dude, my parents, like, no, my parents, like, they're older. They're in their 70s. Like, they don't want me coming around to a family barbecue, like, unless, like, have you been vaccinated? It's like, right. no, I haven't. But, yo, I'll wear a mask. I'll not touch them. First yeah. of all, before the pandemic happened, yo, I was disgusting to begin with. You don't want to touch anything after me anyway. So, <laughs> just, like, put a mask on and don't. Yo, unless you can figure out a way for us to defeat the lizards, like, shut up. Yeah, yeah.
the Anunnaki will rise from their graves and take them out. That's how it works. Oh, yo, Jenny, yo, Jenny's on point. <laughs> the Anunnaki, I love it. He's, so, he's on, he's on stupidos you're listening to. They, they know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to, ideally, I, I'd like to, uh, you know, I think it's important to prioritize. First, we need to defeat COVID, and then uh, perhaps we should go on and try to defeat the lizards. Well, no, Matt, you don't understand. Stand, bro. COVID comes from the lizards, dude. Oh. If you don't believe in the lizards, man, then you can't. Like, y'all shut up. Nobody. <laughs> hey, have you ever talked to somebody that died and they can tell you what happens after? Yes. No. So shut up. Get right to your God. Be a decent person and shut up. It's <laughs> good advice. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the thing. Yo, that's honestly, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I don't care. Yeah. Look at every religion, Matt. You know I always go on these tangents. (laughs) But, yo, whatever your religion is, just look at the basis of it. Worst thing created by mankind, religion. Yeah, be decent, Mm -hmm. right? Don't steal stuff that doesn't belong to you, unless, of course, it's corporate America, and you can figure a way around that. (laughs) You know, now we're splitting the atom. (laughs) But, like, yo, be a decent human being. Don't steal from, don't take stuff that isn't yours don't you know put things where they don't belong in your neighbor's wife like all these different things like just do the basic humanitarian things and one of those things yo i'm in new york one of those things is put a mask on or be that guy that everyone wants to slap in the street (laughs) which we don't advocate we don't advocate violence of course but no, no I, of course. Oh, my God. I forgot how protected we are on this this show. Go on, don't show up. <laughs> oh. No problem. I got you. What do you mean protected on this show? <laughs> what does that mean? No, I, 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 no, no. I, yo, that was a shot at myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Like, no. don't come in as a character. Like, right, right. Yes, I, yes. I get carried away. We, you know uh, that, You we, know I'm a good guy, though. Like, of I course. Away. Of we course. love you. We do. We do. No, I know you do, Jenny. I love you, dude. I love I love Jenny's positive energy. I love where Jenny comes from. I love what she says. Mm-hmm. And Maddie, you know me. I always love you. Yes. Well, same back. Same back. Lots of love. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So what are you how long are you in New York for? Is this like a permanent move or something or Yeah, so 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 it was a two week stint and then like with this extra work that I, I come on, thank God, tragedy Gaddafi, dude. Queensbridge, legend rapper on Capone Noriega stuff. I mean, he was the track wow. thinks differently wow. on that Wu Tang joint. Like, I, I can't thank him enough because I, I met some of his his boys last night. That is so and cool. Oh, yo, you're an artist. Like, oh, you paint. Like, so now I've got like a couple gigs from from other. <laughs> Yo, from other rappers that I grew up loving. Wow, like that is so awesome! Like, yeah, I'm excited like, for you. I can't wait, yo. I'm I'm excited too, and I'm excited to tell Gonzo, like yeah. Gonzo, like if I tell you come down here and you you got to work from this time to this time, bro. That's what's up. Like you got to work from this time to this time. Like this is a huge opportunity. Yeah, he's got the bambinos but, though. Not so easy. No, I know, I know, but it's like, yo, I can't do what I do without a guy like, like, like a Gonzo or a Jenny. I mean, Aww. these are the great artists that I know from from New Hampshire, and just, you know, what I've received from the people down here, and like the kindness. And by the way, let me just point out anybody up north, 
let me just point something out. When I'm in Flatbush, where I where I'm staying in Brooklyn, when I let me just point something out to you. One of the friendliest neighborhoods I've been in, and I'm the dude that sticks out like a sore thumb. I haven't <laughs> seen a white face. I have not seen a white face in well up until I came to Queens, and then I saw you know whatever. Yeah. But when I'm in Flatbush, dude, I'm in the Little Caribbean, like, which by the way is awesome. The food is banging. The music is banging. But I am the only pale face dude you'll see around there, and I have never been in a friendlier neighborhood. So oh. when I get back to to New Hampshire, I like I don't want to hear it. Well, you know this X Y, you know, oh this X Y Z. No, no, dude. I'm 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 the sore thumb sticking out, and these people are are the nicest people I've ever been in a community, and I, that speaks for Nashua too. Like I live in Nashua right now. Yeah. And I feel more friendly faces. Like, I've asked for directions. I've asked for, like, and like I said, I'm wearing, like, a tie-dye shirt, sandals. And yeah. Like, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily look like I'm from the area. Yeah. But I just want to say, like, yo, click off your TV for a minute. It ain't that bad. Yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, Ricky Winkowitz in the chat room says he's in Flatbush. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. No way. Well, yeah. let's get up. Yeah. Yeah. You should totally no hook way. up. Are you guys connected on Facebook? You, you... I don't know, but send them my way. Send them my way. I'm looking for... I just found out my cousin Sammy was in Flatbush, too, so I'm trying to see her. Yeah. Yeah, so... And now, yo, I made... You know, I mean, it took, like, six to seven minutes for me to step outside the house and, like, make friends with cats that grew up there. And, like, so, yo, I'm eating the greatest Caribbean food. I'm, like going to parties in Manhattan, huh. hanging out with legendary rappers. Like, all right. And, and yo, and all it is is I'm not a jerk. I'm not a jerk, and I don't pretend to be something that I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, listen, Ryan, I'm really glad you called. We do have to start to wrap up because there's another live show after yeah, wrap us it up, man. on Thursdays. But thank you so much, my friend. It's wonderful to hear from you, and I'm glad it's uh, glad it's going well for you there. And you know what? Check your Facebook because I just brother. hooked you up with uh, Ricky. I oh. put you guys into a chat with each yeah, other. Yeah, no, yeah. Tell Ricky I'd, I'd love to fucking hang out, man. Oh, oh. Uh, I'd love to hang out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, go, ahead and, uh, go ahead and go ahead and check your messenger. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, very right, good. Cool. And right. don't forget, yo, let everybody like I I would have got I would have got at and uh and Trad on, but Trad taking a nap, at in the shower. But yo, they got a show called On the Chow, O N D A Chow, and it is yo, it's a really cool concept. It's a cooking show which we've all seen. We all know the cooking show, mm-hmm. but this is two like yo legendary Queensbridge rappers where they're they're cooking a dish. But it's their guest rapper that comes on, and it's a dish that they grew up knowing. So, yo, sometimes oh. it's like a, yo, sometimes it's like a grilled cheese and mac, and it's like whatever they grew up like knowing. So, people look out for on the chow, and uh, people look out for your boy, the most sought after artist in New York right now, in the hip hop community. Very cool. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's not true. It's not true <laughs> I'm gonna. Start a, start a rumor. Maybe it will be true. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, Ryan. We got to go. Hey, thank you so much, my friend. All right, Maddie. Love you. Jenny, great to hear you. Keep up the good fight, girl. Yeah, keep guys. up there. Love you. All right, Ryan. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.
All right, the great Ryan Gorman. That was cool. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure he was going to be able to call in, so very nice. And we'll, and uh, sounds like you hooked him up with our friend Ricky. Yeah, who was in Flatbush. So that's awesome. Be cool to see to see Gorman on on Ricky's show. Yes, yes, definitely. Well, we do need to begin to wrap up because there is another uh, live show after us here at WMNH. So we'll play a little music in between. But uh, the weekly die on coming up next at six p.m. right here from. WMNH 95.3. And of course, we do want to remind you about our wonderful sponsor, The Hop Knot, in the Brady Sullivan right across the street at 1000 Elm Street. It is Thursday, which means it is trivia night. And uh, tomorrow night, of course, uh, the great Grant Lampton uh, performs live there. And uh, uh, did you want to remind us about, uh, well, the article isn't published yet, right? No, it's, it's an editor. It's an edit- I have other articles up on The Mighty. You can find me at, at Jen Coffee if you look me up on The Mighty. And um, the current article that's going to be coming out is in editorial right now. The editors are, are fixing it up. And uh, that should come out within the next few weeks. But you can also follow me on jencoffee.com. Outstanding. And uh, great. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you again to Ryan Gorman for uh, calling in and uh, Ron and everybody in the Facebook live chat. Like I said, the weekly die on is next. And if you missed any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and, of course, my website, MattConnerton.com. What's that hairball again? Mm, I know. Org. And, uh, by the way, too, sponsorship opportunities. You know, we're always uh, interested in uh, talking to people who want to sponsor the show, sponsor the station, et cetera. Uh, Hit me up uh, via email, Matt at MattConnerton.com. I would love to talk to you. I know that uh, everybody's very happy, you know, the Hopknot, Queen City Cabinetry, everybody's CGI Business Solutions. Like I said, they're the OG of WMNH sponsors. Come on so, aboard. Uh, the water's fine. Yes, yes. We'd love to uh, love to talk with you. Anyway, on that note, we're going to get out of here at Weekly Down. Up next. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Want a great way to recognize your employees? Check out Custom Inc. Have you ever thought about doing something special for your customers? Custom Inc. can do that too. And wouldn't your team love some custom gear? Custom Inc. is ready. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Plus, everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at custominc.com.